Welcome, everybody, back to the Game Ball Podcast. I'm your host, Mark. And today, um, we are down one. Um, I feel like that she's um, inside a uh, like a, a healing machine, a hydrobaric chamber of sorts, just getting ready for my birthday next week. That's, that's, that's what right. I feel. She wants to get full energy um, so she can be ready. So we were out, Jen, but we are joined by Tom. Hello, everybody. Yeah, so we wish Jen well. Um, but yeah, very exciting uh, things coming up in the next week and a half. So hopefully that, she's better. That is for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, so start off as we always do. Um, so Tom, obviously we'll start with you. What have you been playing? <laughs> so I have been doing a casual playthrough of Kingdom Hearts 2. I'm on the quest to complete all of them. I've already not done that, but <laughs> it's close enough. Semantics. Uh, semantics. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so got a little further than that. Nothing. I mean, nothing you guys haven't heard before, uh, but I'm pretty sure Mark and I have been playing the same games. So we're yeah. going to talk about those. Yeah. So, yeah, we normally we go through and we do every game we've been playing, but literally me and Tom have been playing the same two games. Um <laughs> Uh, so let's start out with the one that at least I've been playing for a while. Um, we'll let Tom start with his journey in Tears of the Kingdom uh, before I get to my uh, little rant. <laughs> so I made it to Hyrule. I finally am at the point where I don't have to worry about what direction I'm going at all times. I'm at the point where you can just go wherever you want, mm -hmm. which is kind of what I expected the beginning part to be, but that's neither here nor there. Uh I haven't gotten too far. I've done a few shrines, but nothing crazy. Um, but it's nice to be back in Hyrule. It feels good. It's it's not one of those games where you're like, oh, I'm back in Hyrule again. It actually feels like, okay, I feel good being here. So um, I have not had any other need for a uh, for a rant myself personally. <laughs> have you uh, have you ran into the mommy of the game? Um, is that it starts with a P? Yeah, Pura. Pura. Uh, that's, I'm really bad with names, Mark, so you're going to have to help me. No, out. no, that's fine. I just want to make sure that you got the lookout landing. Oh, yeah, um, no, I got there. Yeah, yeah. So that was... It. The best thing is hearing somebody describe why they all of a sudden made her hot. Like, it was <laughs> like, you know, she's like 120 years old, but then took something to become... She was a child in the last game. Now she stopped taking the thing, so now she's hot again. That, <laughs> that's exactly, that's exactly the pitch. That the Japanese developers made. That's hilarious. We, we need somebody here that everybody wants to get hit with the shovel, but doesn't have to worry about them being underaged. Yeah, good call there. <laughs> so she's 120 years old, just like the 400-year-old magical creatures in all your RPGs that just happen to look 15. Yep. Um, yeah, so I'm not going to get much into the story. Um, Tom, depending on how long it takes for this game, I think you're really going to love a lot of the stuff they put in there. Even if you just um do the main quest um it's a lot of fun um i think i gave you one word of advice that i will give everybody else is not spoiling anything um take as much advantage of the gerudo weapons as you can yeah um it's something i wish i learned uh because the just the spoiler mechanics thing uh the gerudo weapons uh multiply the damage your weapon when you fuse a weapon to it by two so if you put one of the really high-end uh, but uh, I, I don't know, the horns from the, the pig-looking guys, um, 
Yeah. If you if you put one of them on their higher level ones, you can get something up close to eighty or ninety damage. Um, I use something like one of this the uh, skeleton creature stuff, and that gets up really high, but that's very fragile. You only get like, a couple hits off, but yeah, you can you can get some stuff that could make some things, um, you know, trivial, especially in the early to mid game. Um, if you go that way first, um, I would recommend going the way they sort of lean you towards first, Tom. Just mm-hmm. to let you know, and then go, and then maybe go down there. Um, just because I think story wise, your tech because they mention it specifically. It's the only one they mention like by name. Okay. Um, you know when they give you the main quest, the rest of them it's just like, oh, there's three others. You know, don't don't give you a direction. So yeah, um, yeah. So it's all fun and good. I have mapped. Um, have Have you been down to the third map yet, or know no, of it? Okay. No. So um, you'll get there soon. I'm not going to tell you what's down there, but um, I would just use the words that people out there playing will know. Um, I, I went down to the third map, which is called The Depths, um, and I've almost mapped it out. Um, and I did a lot of the main quests that are down there. Um, ran into a lot of higher level enemies and stuff. It's really fun. Um, it, it's amazing uh, once you realize um, what's going on down there. Um, you'll like it. But... Um, so I finished off that mostly. I think I got like three quarters of it done. Um, and then I decided, you know what? I'm just going to, I think there's like an either new game plus, or you can continue after the end of the game thing. Um, mm-hmm. cause I've seen some people going through and hundred percenting the game. And I doubt you start from the beginning to do that. Um, so I was like, Hey, let me beat the game. Um, so I went there, I finished, you know, um, the final main quest go through the best part was I did two of the main quests ahead of time out of sequence. Um, and so like I finished one and then it popped up with the next one and it went down and it popped up, complete it went down. Next thing popped up, complete it. <laughs> I was like, Oh, you gotta, I love, you gotta love it when you, uh, you, you do stuff you didn't even realize you needed to do. Yeah. So I got done all the, uh, you know, main quest stuff and, you know, got into the, um, you know, final end of the game, which I already figured out where it was. So I kind of skipped a whole bunch of things. Uh, <laughs> that they want you to do to figure it out. Um, so I get there, I get all the way to the end boss. You know, spoilers, I think we played a Zelda game before you know who the main boss is. Um, so I get down there, and immediately I am met with the fact that you are supposed to have perfected or learned the main battle mechanic of the game, or combat mechanic of the game, which is dodging and or parrying. Um, needless you know, to say... That thing they... F- teach you in the immediately in the beginning needless to say your boy was just overpowering enemies with uh with high level weapons um and did not really learn to do that well um so i got down there and um i got all the way to um you know what i think is the final phase and that's not a spoiler for anyone that's ever played a zelda games so i'm not worried about spoiling tom um oh yeah there's always more than one thing yeah so um, and then I realized that I didn't have enough health <laughs> to, to, to finish this part because there's a mechanic in that, which will really test how good I am at the combat. Um, so my rant being, I don't, the one thing I don't like, and maybe I haven't tested this yet, but even the stuff I looked up, cause I don't really care about looking up cause I, I got to that point. Um, like the hints and like non-spoiler suggestions, um, that and I don't care if this is a, is a spoiler at all. I can't figure out how you use 
any of the mechanics outside of the battle mechanics, like the combat mechanics, in this fight. Like, they teach you all this stuff, and it's only the two things dealing with combat that really matter. At least in, in where I'm at. If there's another form or two, God knows. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, you have Ultra Hand and Fuse and all that. Well, Fuse helps you fuse the weapon, and it makes it quicker to get his health bar down. So that's used. But I'm like, can I just build, like, a mech to stand next to me? <laughs> and, and shoot at Ganon um, while, while I'm trying to dodge him? <laughs> Probably can, but I don't know if I'm quick enough to get get it down and built. But once I'm done, I would love to see if people have done that. But yeah, that's my one rant, is that at least with um, uh, Breath of the Wild, the final main mechanic was one that you needed to use to beat other enemies in the game. Um, if anybody remembers from Breath of the Wild, the only way to defeat the Guardians um, is to sort of parry their laser back mm-hmm. um, at them. And in the final boss, you do that to, to like, stun uh, Blake Gannon. Um, but here, they want you to, like, know the whole arsenal, like, and it's just like, I, I don't know if I'm good enough at this to do this. Um, and I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, this is a game for kids. Why, why are they making this all... <sighs> but maybe I'm just older and timing for kids is better. But um, I've, I got better at it as I went along. Um, like I was able to get through the first, you know, form very quickly without being touched, um, well, which is pr- probably a little bit of my Dark Souls uh, training coming into play that, you know, you, you run through a boss eight to ten times. You sort of kind of can figure out the pattern. It's just that last phase, which um, uh, when since it's a combat mechanic, I don't know if and probably you won't remember it by the time you get to it, Tom. Um but just just to give everybody else out there a non-spoiler, what happens um, in the in the part I'm at, um, you have to double dodge, which means you dodge, do the attack you're supposed to do. But while you're doing the attack, you have to the dodge. He dodges that attack, and then you have to dodge again. And I don't know if I'm quick enough <laughs> to do that yet. Um, so while it's interesting in combat, I'm not complaining. It's a very interesting mechanic. I'm just like. Now I probably have to spend another two to three hours trying to get better at that, at, at the dodging. Um, the cool thing is I set myself up to make it really easy to get back to that point with, you know, even though I had to load an earlier save. Uh, because obviously with most final bosses in games, they lock you beyond the point of no return. Um, yeah. You know, um, so yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's where I'm at. I probably, hopefully next week, um, I will have beaten the game um, and be able to report that back in. But that was my mini rant, is that I don't mind having to use the mechanics, but the fact that they make it so much of a focus is just what bothered me. Um, and I'm probably in the minority. I'm probably in a very small minority that doesn't like that. Um, but yeah, yeah. So the other thing we've been playing, um, mm. which by the time um, you listen to this podcast... Um, you probably already have seen me stream twice, maybe at least definitely once. Um, we have both played the final fantasy 16 demo. Um, and for the, uh, those of you listening, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to say quote unquote played. Yeah. So (laughs) yeah, it is the first two hours of the game. So if you played final fantasy before it is legitimately the first two hours of the game. Um, so with all the good and bad that comes with that with final fantasy games. Um, so by the time you've probably seen all this and a little bit more on stream, um, so we will talk 
we will we will spoil that at least here um, because it's free to play for everybody, and the first two hours doesn't really give you. We're not going to spoil specific story or anything, but we're going to talk about everything that's in that at least that two hour opening demo. There is a second part to it um, that I did not play because it's later in the game, and I didn't want to be spoiled with that. Um, that's more combat focused. You may like that one better, Tom. I probably um, won't do that. I'll probably stick to the yeah the first two because I don't. I'd rather continue playing in order. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the first thing I'll say, and maybe it's just that I'm in this kind of my brain is just in awe and just loving visuals recently because I went and saw Spider Man um, into the Spider Verse mm-hmm. um, or across the Spider Verse into was the first one um, across the Spider Verse, and I pretty much think I have to watch it again just because. I think there's parts that I missed or maybe things because I was oh, just in awe of the well, one of the visuals. Those, those games are, oh, excuse me, those movies you have yeah. to see multiple times because there's just so much happening on the screen. Yeah. You're going to miss stuff. Yeah. So it's one of those yeah. things where you absolutely need to see it more than once. Yeah. So I was, I was in awe of that. And then I played this, um, you know, a little bit later, um, same day, I believe. And, um, yeah, I was just struck by how good it looked. Um, you know, because I played on on graphics mode. Um, I you know not. not not performance because I played on is... performance. I need I need those frames, Mark. <laughs> I was just gonna say that's the difference in us. In that I love the frames. You know, I can I can play with them with the fighting and all that, um, make it look better. But for just the demo, like I just want to make sure the visuals were there before I decided to purchase the full game. Um, and they were there, um, at least for me. And, you know, some people could, you know, not like it because, you know, some things are not for everybody. But I was just amazed just the difference between, you know, just the step up to, you know, PS5 and just the lighting and things like that um, were, were pretty amazing um, in it. I am I'm not completely sold on the story um, yet, um, but I hear it gets better um, as you go. Um, uh, I do love the active time lore or whatever that's called, uh, button. I don't know if you know about this, Tom. Haven't um, got there yet. No, no, it, it's from the beginning. They don't tell you. Oh, um, they don't if, tell you? If you push, I haven't looked, I haven't looked for it. I heard if, about it, but I haven't, I haven't you, looked for it. By the time they explain it to you, you, you might want to replay the demo knowing it. If you like the lore of the story. Um, so what the active time lore is, is that you can, I'm going to tell everybody here. Um, if you push the middle pad, you know, on the PlayStation, um, if you push that in, it pops up a screen that lets you know all the things, uh, like countries that have been named in the scene you're watching, all the people in the room um, for the scene you're watching, and who they are in a little description, and um, any other relevant information, like if they use like capitalized terms, um, you know, like dominant and stuff like that, and what mm-hmm. that means. Um, so it's pretty cool if you really like to dig deep into the lore. You'll be stopping cutscenes a lot to do it. So give or take, depending on where you come from with it. But um, I just like that idea that if you want the story, it's there, like deeper. Um, and the just the just the crux of it. Um, I hope um, it, it it deviates a little bit from just looking like a Game of Thrones knockoff. Um, Mark, this is this is uh, this story is way o- older than Game of Thrones. If it, have you played Final Fantasy One? No, no, yeah, I know. I'm just I'm just saying the way it's sort of shot, like you know. Well, it's they're know, gonna emulate the 
popular yeah, thing. That, so Game of Thrones that's is what, a popular that's, thing. That's what I meant more than the story. It's just, I want it to like, not look like they just copied the visual stylings of, yeah. of the setup for that. Um, okay. <laughs> like I said, everybody I never watched like what Game they like. So I don't, it doesn't really bother me. Neither did I. Um, but I just, I just, you know, I hate things that look too derivative. Um, uh, visually, like I know the story, Evilise and all that stuff. Um, you know, uh, so you know, I was actually looking to see if there are any lore videos for Evilise, but they all seem to just be Final Fantasy twelve lore, um, uh, more than doing the deeper dive or the or it's just like long plays of tactics. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, ah, that's like fifteen hours um, of video. But yeah, so I really like the demo. Um, I bought the game uh, along with the. Uh, while I was on there, I bought the DLC for Horizon. Um, so I have multiple things to play before we get to Starfield. Um, oh, don't even remind summer. me. So uh, my thing is, Tom, as someone that played it on 60 FPS, <laughs> rather than getting the pretty graphics. Um, I mean, there still what looks good. My th- I mean, I, considering I picked action-focused instead of story-focused, it's still a shitload of story. Like, it f- I felt like I was playing a Kojima game. So I'll, uh, I'll, I'll jump in there. That is, it's very disingenuous that option because I believe that's just easy and normal. I'm sure that's the. I'm sure that's the difference. <laughs> but I picked action, and I'm like, all right. Well, when do I get to do stuff? Something you don't actually like do anything. Like you, you move a character, but you don't actually like perform an action until 20 minutes in. Yeah, it's May- just about 20 minutes in. So. I was like, well, this is not much of a demo. Like, and and then like your first mission doesn't happen for another twenty minutes. Yeah. So you've gone like forty minutes. Just le- all you've done is learned how t- what each button does. That's all you've done. Which <laughs> I I guess it's so it makes sense. I mean, Final Fantasy thirteen. You were fifteen hours into the game, and they were still tutorializing stuff. Yeah. So. It doesn't surprise me that much, but at the same time, I'm like, all right, um, this demo's two hours. Am I going to get to play at all? Yeah. Um, but once I got to the actual play stuff, I was it. It felt like a much better Final Fantasy 15, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, like it, it has the, it has the warping of Final Fantasy 15. I I thought that was really interesting. It's it's good to have that because. The battlefields are wide open for the most part, so it gets you to within a few feet of the enemy way faster. And I really, I'm really happy something like that is there. Otherwise, you're just running in circles trying to find an enemy. Um, overall, the the combat feels really good. It feels tight. Um, dodging and parrying feels feels good. There's a it, it's not ne- it's not nearly as hard as like a Dark Souls game. It it feels more like a Devil May Cry. I think everybody's been calling it calling yeah. it that, but that's what well, it fe- that's what it feels like. Well, I think I think the one of the guys that worked on it was one of the Devil May Cry guys, or there's some connection to Devil May Cry um, in in the on the development team. Um, I do know that because of like the people saying that um, they. They at, at the uh, the event where they did the you know the video explaining it, um, you know the stage presentation and all. Uh, they had the creator of Devil May Cry 
Mm -hmm. um, on stage playing it, and he played like the hardest boss. Like they have like a hard boss in the game, like the demo yeah. when you get done, um, like a super high level boss. Um, and they were like, they put it on the hardest mode and gave him the controller. <laughs> and if you guys want to watch some impressive game playing from a developer, the dude literally does not get hit in the battle, I think. And I think he parries every single attack. It is just mind blowing. <laughs> He's well, that, like, I mean, he, that tells it tells you that it's good. It's good. The guy must yeah. know what he the fact that he's able to pick it up and just yeah. do that. Yeah, that tells you it it works pretty well. Yeah, and it, I was watching. <laughs> I was watching somebody, um, like like watch back clips of it, and he he parried like two things in it, and the guy he, it's just a shock face on the uh, commentator's look, and he just goes, "I didn't even know that was parryable." <laughs> <laughs> It's goddamn. It's like watching a high level like fighting game. Oh yeah, um, it's like I didn't know that that was a thing you could do in the game. Yeah, it's very impressive. So if you if you uh, there's probably videos just cutting that out if you want to search it on YouTube. But it was one of the most impressive things I've seen. Because um, sometimes you think some developers are like good at creating the games and you know the stories and crafting it, but like when it comes down to the technical, they're probably you know in my head you know they're either. You know, there's really good gamers, and then some of them may be like us um, in terms of playing because they work on more than playing it. But this was the first time, yeah. But yeah, so so far, um, gameplay wise, it feels good. It it's I it very much is different than any other Final Fantasy I've played in quite a while, just because of the setting. Um, I feel like the past few have been much more what's the word I'm like cyberpunk or futuristic modern, yeah. modern. It, they're not they're not based on like high fantasy this is the first high fantasy one that i played i think since nine so technically 12 if you didn't i don't know if you i didn't that. i didn't i've never like I've, I've dabbled with 12 but i've never like given yeah. it more than an hour yeah just, just because it's a whole nother play style i have to learn for uh for battle purposes but yeah gambit it uh this it, it it keeps I'm sure it's gonna get more interesting more involved as I go along into the game, but the combat is simple enough that I can pick it up and play it and not have to relearn how to play it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like yeah. if if I pick up Kingdom Hearts, I could pick up Kingdom Hearts in a minute and be like, all right, I this all makes sense. I can remember how how it goes. Yeah, some so. games, some games like Zelda, I have to relearn everything because the buttons are weird. And you got to press two or three buttons to do different things, and it's just like, all right, I got to relearn how to how to use do the battling in Zelda. But yeah, um, I feel like they 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 took the battle system from fifteen and added some stuff from Re Seven Remake and kind of mashed it all together, and this is what we ended up with, which makes it feel really good because fifteen was kind of like press a button and win seven i feel like was a bit more involved and i feel like they mixed them together pretty well and it so far plays really well it looks great even in performance mode because i i could tell it was much higher quality than say 13 or 15 even yeah yeah so um you know wrapping up it's you're going to be seeing it on stream who knows if i'll play the full thing through on stream um, I'll just see what kind of reception it gets, but I'll definitely be playing, um, or I played on Saturday, possibly Sunday. Um, so we'll see um, if I do that again next weekend. 
um, when I have a few more days off because of July 4th uh, here in the United States. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing it. I've been resisting watching any content just so I could be, um, like, media blackout for the stream on that aired on Saturday. Uh, but I, this is, I am looking forward to this. Yeah, it's nice to have something different. I mean, it's Final Fantasy, but it's it's very different. So yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, so yeah, be sure to check it out over at Game Vault Pod. You can watch the archives there um, of my stream. Uh, but let's get into the news. Um, so we'll get into some fun news to start um, because we're going to end the segment talking about my favorite subject, uh, the pettiness and the tea that occurs during the uh, Microsoft PlayStation FTC battle um, that's going on. Some fun stuff came out of it, but let's start off with um, uh, some more fun news. Um, I don't know if you saw this, Tom, but the um, uh, apparently a, uh, a Nintendo shareholder um, interrupted the shareholders meeting today. It, I did see this, yes. <laughs> to complain that there was not enough customization or support for the boy characters in Splatoon 3. Now, not only the, did they, not yeah. only did they do this, they paid over three thousand dollars to be able to make this statement. <laughs> I was just going to say uh, the reports that he that this person allegedly um, paid thirty upwards of thirty five hundred dollars um, to have enough shares to be able to talk <laughs> during this um, meeting and um, used it to say that he was sad that people say. Um, if you enjoy playing as a boy, then you won't enjoy playing Splatoon. Uh, <laughs> money well spent. I am both um, amused and kind of like cringe about it. I mean, good for this guy that he felt so strong about something that he paid an astronomical amount of money to do it. You know, he put his money where his mouth was. He wanted to complain about this, so he paid up to be able to do it. I mean, you know. that's... It's hard to do these days to get to get heard by Nintendo. You either have to have downloaded a ROM illegally or do this. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's so, not many options. Yeah. So the uh, the final thing on is basically the guy had sent a bunch of emails to Nintendo that they did not respond to. So he bought the share so that he could bring his complaints right to the board. Good for um, him. <laughs> uh, that was some fun news to see on Twitter today. Um, um, in uh, not so well, depending on how you feel about it, um, not so fun news. Um, uh, the Los Angeles Tourism Board um, basically just announced on their scheduling website that E3 is canceled for 2024 and 2025. They have officially marked it canceled on their calendar. Um, uh, yeah, it's dead, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the and the ESA just says, "Oh, no final decisions. We don't know. Could go somewhere else. Who knows?" No, it's uh, you guys. It's just just yeah. let it go. Yeah. So yeah, my whole point of bringing this up is one: it's not unprecedented for E3 to go somewhere besides Los Angeles. It was in Atlanta once, and it was you know on the Santa Monica Pier at one point, um, and not in downtown. You know, in the convention center. Um, so it has moved around. Um, so this, um, I think it is dead as well, but this isn't like nail in the coffin dead. Um, what I will say is that I did quite enjoy this E3, key three, you know, season this year. Um, I, I liked how spread out it's been. Yeah. 
um just for the mere fact that i you don't have to be watching streams like every day back to back or multiple back to back yeah it's nice that it has a uh a bit of a break to give us give us some time to have everything sink in yeah and then one of the great things that were brought back was the giant bomb couch um where they you know just get a whole bunch of people together that don't normally sit in the same room um it was fun uh uh daniel budsworth from um uh, easy, easy allies Ally. you know was was on the couch and he was like yeah i think this is the first time i met anybody on this couch <laughs> and it was like all these young um you know writers and and people with content creators and it was just pretty funny um but that's what those shows are about and that's why they're great and they had the hour-long phil spencer interview um which was pretty good um with matt booty as well um but yeah yeah so i i recommend if you listen to anything go watch that because phil spencer um they do ask him some tough questions um so but and and phil spencer does what phil spencer does and kind of answers them but dances around them a little bit as well well that's it's what you do in these, <laughs> yeah. these situations. Yeah, he's really, really good at his job. Um, there's a couple why times that I... That's why he's still there. <laughs> there. There's a couple times where I think Matt Booty went off script. Um, and you could just tell that Phil was not kind of pleased. Like when he said that the uh, the last time they ran the bug report for Starfield, it was the least amount of bugs that uh, the game has ever had. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, that's not something you want to promise um, from Bethesda. So, um, yeah. So E3, like the ESA stuff, fuck the ESA, by the way, with their uh, terrible internet security and basically leaking the addresses of all the writers that signed up for E3 back in, I think, 2021 um, or maybe 2019, somewhere around there. Doxed everybody. I think I think it was 2020. 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. So it's a good thing that they're dying. Uh, But yeah, it looks like it's going to be more of what happened this year. And I'm completely fine with that. couple quick stories um it seems like we're finally going to get metal gear solid 4 away from the playstation 3 um it's rumored that it's going to be part of the um master collection volume 2 uh so um i think that's where peace walker and the metal gear solid 5 will probably end up as well um so you know those of you like 45 minute cutscenes, here's the game for you if you if you're enjoying Final Fantasy 16 right now, you're really gonna love this stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This now, are you gonna go? Are you gonna buy that? I may. Are you gonna, are, I may buy Volume you... Two because I have the other games in the you know the other collection. Um, I guess the real question is, what are you gonna buy it for? Are you gonna buy it for? I'll a probably P- PS Five. Are you gonna get for a Switch? Ah, uh, PS Five. Um, especially this one because I can't see these games. You know, I, I'd rather go PS5, you know, anyway. I may I end know. up getting Volume 1 anyway, but um, I don't need to. I have those games, like, legitimately ripped onto my computer, like, from disc. Um, yeah. You know, so um, I can play those whenever I want. Um, so it was just this one. Um, even though I have technically this one ripped onto my computer, um, it's just really annoying to play uh, because of the size of it. Um so I'm glad that it'll be on something that uh, probably will help the visuals a little bit. Um, and then going to Xbox news, um, just my normal thing I like to do with the news here. Um, they announced the uh, stuff coming to Game Pass. Um, it, the most impressive thing I see on here is that Need for Speed Unbound is coming um, to both the console and PC. 
Um, I'm a bitch. <laughs> not that I um, didn't buy it for a discount already, but that's that's always yeah. annoying. Yeah, the other games are Bramble, Fist, uh, Arcade Paradise, um, uh, Boot Walker, and I wish I could have read the box art instead of the scroll down. Um, uh, Sword and Fairy Together Forever. Um, and yeah, so just games like that. Um, the most important news, if you didn't notice it coming out of the uh, uh, early June stuff, is that uh, the prices are going up if you just have a Game Pass subscription. Um, on your um, console, it'll go up to $10 a month if you do monthly, and $16.99 a month if you do ultimate. Um, obviously, if you have the year long, you don't have to pay the difference until you re-up. Um, or like me, where you have another year and a half because you did the payment plan. Um, Same. That, that the Series X um, is it, not going up either. Very happy I made that decision. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Um, we look out for that. And um, yeah, is that all? No, yep. Let's get into the uh, Xbox stuff. Um, so I want to start out. There, there's three stories um, that I really want to touch on. And we'll be real quick about this. Uh, go read the stories. It's, it's real fun. I, I want to talk about, I know we talked a lot about them, but the, the most ridiculous thing that made me laugh um, uh, was the, the story about Phil Spencer just being the dick that he probably is in business. Um, if you didn't hear, um, on the stand, while they're testifying before the FTC to try and stop the injunction that the FTC is trying to put on the deal so that it, so that it can't, it puts a halt on the on the merger until the actual trial in August. Um, and so they asked Phil Spencer, and you know they got a bunch of uh, you know um, people up there from from mostly Microsoft and Bethesda for some real reason. They just kind of drilled into the whole Bethesda thing. But one of the funniest things to come out of this is that um, it was, he confirmed on the stand that um, when rumors started swirling that Starfield. Uh, was going to be PlayStation exclusive and not come to Xbox. Um, Phil Spencer went to Microsoft and told them to go buy Zenimax and Bethesda. <laughs> and then they went out and bought Bethesda. And then they made Starfield Xbox exclusive. Yeah, well, that's what happens when yeah. you tell them to do something. Yeah, yeah. it was essentially like, oh, oh, you're not going to put that? Okay, I see how it is. Um, and as much as I've been reading all this stuff and I'm kind of at the point now where I'm not on a side, it's just like, oh, whatever happens, happens here, essentially. Um, I just, I just want to see, I, I said before, the only thing I went out of this, I just want Bobby Kotick out of my life in terms of gaming. Um, yeah, that's as fast as humanly possible. That's something we've all been hoping for <laughs> Yeah, to get rid of him. But it's bringing out great stories like this. Um, uh, the other thing, um... So the, the, the fun part um, from uh, Pete Hines was on the stand, um, you know, former PR guy at Bethesda um, and all that, and basically said that um, uh, before they got bought, um, the Indiana Jones game that was being made was going to be multi-platform, and then they just made it Xbox exclusive. Yep. Just, just basically, it really sounds like PlayStation trying to go after Starfield. Just made Phil Spencer and Xbox say, nope, fuck you guys. You're not getting any of this. <laughs> uh, it's just, oh, oh, it's so fun. Um, and then they found out the Jim Ryan email saying that he is not worried about Call of Duty not coming to PlayStation. Um, so, it should be. <laughs> yeah. No, meaning, 
meaning he understands how much money X like Microsoft could oh, yeah. use. The amount of money they'd be leaving on the table yeah. by not putting it on PlayStation is asinine. So there's no way they would ever like not do it. Yeah. And then it's like, the, it's like not putting Minecraft on everything. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the fun part was what was it? It was was it Minecraft or something else? Um hasn't come to PlayStation Five. Um and yeah, I'm pretty sure it's play. Minecraft. Yeah, hasn't come to PS5. And the reason Microsoft said on the stand today was because when they wouldn't send them PS5 dev kits. Yep. So that's why it hasn't come to the PS5 yet. And I'm like, oh man, this is I, I understand where a lot of the, you know, like where this is like really borderline stuff, like giving giving your competition the dev kit to your new system um, so that you can get a game on there. It's just wild. Um, somehow, and, somehow Microsoft got the show on. Yeah. On uh, on Xbox. Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. Um, but anyway, um, I think my final verdict on all of this and like I say, go read all the stories on it if you like this kind of, you know, case stuff. Um, and, um, a lot of it, sometimes it seemed like the FTC had no idea how the games industry worked, which is not a surprise. No, it's not uh, a surprise in the slightest. And, you know, and, and a bunch of just the back and forth and the behind the scenes stuff showing how people are different private and public and all that. If you like all that intrigue, a lot of these articles and, and things, um, have been, have been really good. But my final thought on it is that, um, I think it's going to go through, but it's just going to be very painful for Microsoft to get it to go through. Like they're going to have to be drugged through all of this stuff all the way to August um, before it goes through. Um, like they won't be able to sneak it in and then the FTC just give up. Um, but I think it's eventually going to go through. Um, I, cause I just from the little knowledge I have, I don't see any like smoking gun thing that would stop the merger, you know, yeah. you know, but there are little things that could, but nothing huge enough that I'm like, Oh shit, that'll do it. Um, yeah, so we'll see how it goes. Um, I don't know if you have any final thoughts on this before we move on to our main topic. No, I mean, it's just amazing that this is still going. I can't believe how how much drama there's been around it. I mean, we knew we knew it was going to something like this was going to take a while to, to go through. But this is just it's getting a little ridiculous at this point. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it'll be fun to keep an eye on. Um, but something else fun that happened this week and our main topic today, um, we're going to do a quick talk, uh, quick uh, recap of the important stuff from um, the Nintendo Direct. Uh, but our main topic is, you know, just what's what's the one white whale, you know, remake or thing um, that we want to see now that and we'll start off our Nintendo Direct's uh, segment with uh, they're remaking Super Mario RPG, Tom. I, can't, I still can't believe it. This game's been stuck on the the Super Nintendo for how long? I mean, they... 1996. <laughs> yep. And they're finally, finally remaking it. I can't believe it. And it looks amazing. It looks great. Yeah. Um. I'm. I know we were doing the the game the other well, a couple of weeks ago with what uh, what we're gonna do, and this is definitely a day one purchase for me. I've already pre-ordered it. Yeah. I'm I mean, like, I, I know I'm buying this, so I'll just get it now (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's uh it's really incredible that i mean how this didn't leak is beyond me like i don't know how someone at square didn't screw up and yeah like mess this up and have somebody find out that this was coming out like i've heard 
zero about about this remake or, yeah. or even like the the thought that it could happen so yeah the, the the only things i've heard like you hear people talk oh they're definitely doing this and you're like yeah you know what's your source you know sort of thing i've heard they were putting it on you know the nintendo switch online um which they have not yet the only other place you can't can play this besides emulation and super nintendo is on super nintendo classic um for yeah. some odd reason um so you know, I you hear those rumors, but it always sounds like my uncle works at Nintendo sort of rumors. Um, but when I I might have been one of the only ones to um, I've watched multiple people react to it um, just because I was just curious. And I feel watching those that I was one of the only ones that when the segment started, you knew what um, it was I it immediately was. knew it was a remake. Well, I knew the music immediately. I played that game way too many times. <laughs> um, but I'm like, this can't be a Switch Online announcement. Like, no. they, they would have put it as part of, like, a group of games. Yeah. You know? And then I was like, are they going to just, like, put it out as, like, a collection, like, sort of thing? Like, like here's this along with Paper Mario, you know? Something, you know, like what, how they did those three games um, yeah. for Mario. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Mario's RPG collection. Here, you know, all that. Um, but I was like, no, th- again, it wouldn't start off with just this. And then then it went into it. I'm just upset that they, did, they didn't put the tag on the, uh, the subtitle on there. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's Super Mario RPG, the legend of the seven stars. Um, that, that is the game. <laughs> it needs that, is the the full, that is the full name. Get it right. Yeah. But yeah, everything looks amazing. Definitely going to play it. Um, going to try and see if I can get my niece to play it. I doubt it. But I'm gonna try and push it um, on her. But yeah, so uh, be on the lookout for that. Uh, moving on to other things, um, just quickly, Detective Pikachu Two is coming to Switch. Um, I it just seems adorable. Um, I didn't play the first game, love the movie, uh, but it definitely of the Pokemon things they showed, this was the one that was um, something I would actually spend money on. Yeah, know? I. I'm sad that I've come to the point where I don't care about Pokemon anymore. Yeah. Like at all. It's yeah, like, yeah, I tried with Violet. I got far, but it's like, I never wanted to go back, you know, like I got, I got two or three gyms down and just didn't, I think I also picked the worst game to jump into. Yeah. You um, did not pick the right game. Yeah. So I, I would even recommend playing like one of the, like X or Y, like, going back to a 3ds game before going into that one yeah yeah but i, I love that stuff technically you're seeing something that would be a little more up my alley anyway um in terms of 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 the writing and humor um so they announced that the uh metal gear co- collection coming to switch we'll see how those games are on there um they announced two amiibos that i am definitely getting um zelda and ganondorf um to go with my link amiibo from tears of the kingdom um uh, the underrated game that not many people are talking about um, that don't already love these type of games, um, the WarioWare Move It micro party game looks amazing. Yeah, there's a lot of people love those WarioWare games. I've never played one personally, but yeah, they look interesting. I mean, it, yeah. it's it's just a bunch of mini games thrown together right after each other, right? Yeah, That's it looks it like is. it looks like we may be able to play it for extra life because um, it's fun. coming out November sixth. So. Um, uh, there were details about Pikmin 4, 
If you're into Pikmin, that game looks really good. Um, uh, Pikmin 1 and 2 are coming HD. Um, there was the Scarlet and Violet DLCs, which if you're into that, there you go. Um, more Mario Kart 8 stuff. Um, another another underrated thing was the remake of uh, a remaster of Luigi's Mansion, uh, Dark Moon, which has been stuck on the 3DS. Um, yep. Coming to this, along with a teaser trailer for a Pinterest Peach game. I it's, don't know what type biggest, of game it is. The biggest teaser trailer of all time because it literally they literally showed like one scene and that was it. Yeah. They like showed I, that it was a Peach game, pretty much. Yeah, I don't know what type of game it is. Is it a 2D scroller? Is it a 3D platformer? Is it an RPG? <laughs> like, yeah, nothing. Um, and then the least surprising thing. Um, Vampire Survivors coming to Switch. Are you um, are you buying it? Probably. Um, if it's more than three dollars, yes. I mean, no, <laughs> because that's what I spent on the computer. So I don't know. That it's going to be less than three dollars. Maybe on sa- maybe you get it on a sale, but I don't think it's yeah, going to be. If, less if it's three dollars or less, I'll get it. If not, I'll just keep playing it on the computer. Um, uh, Sonic Superstars, obviously, depending on how you feel about Sonic, I kind of like the art style. Some people hate it. Um, so after yeah. this this um trailer they showed i was much more interested in it than i was when they first showed it yeah i didn't realize you were going to be able to play as all four characters and the fact that they are making amy rose playable is really cool because i don't think she's been playable in any other games i think there had to be I, I, one of the adventure games maybe yeah would be but my no, only guess no yeah. side scrollers that i know side scrollers no yeah. Um, the Arkham Trilogy is coming to Switch. Um, it amazes hopefully... me that people still play that. Yeah, Those I, games, mean... I mean, well, I didn't think that, not that people still play it, but I'm amazed that there is a an audience out there that still wants that stuff on the Switch. Like, yeah. it, it's been remastered a couple of times, I feel like, for other stuff. People that got burned by the Wii U. With Arkham. Right. It was, right, it was on the Wii U, right? Yeah. Yeah, but this yeah, looks well. this looks like a better idea because you can probably do the stream via cloud stuff with it. Um, it has all the DLC with it, so one big package. Um, those of you that like really old school RPGs, uh, Star Ocean. Um, that looked seconds. really that looked yeah. really cool. Yeah, they're doing HD dudes, the uh, HD two D um, to it. Um, so I believe um, I believe it was a PlayStation game. Um, yeah, so. Check out that if you're very interested. Um, Star Ocean is always a series I've heard about, never got into. Yeah. Um, Persona 5 Tactica, probably going to buy it, probably for PlayStation. Um, but it's cool that it is coming for Switch. Um, and I think the coolest looking game um, of the Direct, um, just because I'm on my visual kick, um, I just like the look of Myth Force. You know, just the Saturday morning cartoon, 80s, 90s vibe. It's interesting to me that they went with the play a Saturday morning cartoon tagline because yeah. that that speaks directly to people our age because people yeah. younger than us I don't think that that existed I don't think no. that that was a thing yeah they have no idea what that is cartoons only came on once a week what yeah, yeah. this is before Cartoon Network this is before I mean Nickelodeon had really had cartoons for kids yeah yeah uh, Mario and Rabbits Spark of Hope DLC um the next Splatfest is going to be ice cream focused, strawberry, vanilla, and mint cream. Wonder why no chocolate? Yeah, that's weird. Wonder, wonder if there's a reason, reason why they wouldn't want 
somebody shooting brown stuff all over a a field. Yeah. You know? Even though the vanilla has a connotation to it. But Yeah, I, that's weird that they they want they were okay with vanilla but not because they probably don't think about that and they probably yeah. just think poop and don't even think about the other one. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah. Everybody I watched, all the adult commentators our age, were like, "Well, wonder why no chocolate." <laughs> yep. Uh, um, uh, just dance, doing its thing. Um, finally off the Wii. Um, uh, <laughs> something, I, something I did not like was the Just Dance Plus thing, where they're making people pay monthly to get new songs. Oh yeah. What is what is that shit? Uh, it's Ubisoft needs money. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. <laughs> they, had to, they had to tap the cash cow one more time. Yeah, put out, put out, gonna put out that really good Star Wars game. So they need as much money as possible. Um, yeah, so they keep pushing that they have this Miley Cyrus song, which I've never heard of. Um, uh, Palia um, looks like a pretty cool free to play game. Could be one of those surprise sleeper hits um, in terms. So I'm, I'm curious to see. Um, and then I think they showed some Fae Farm. Um, the really cool concept one that i like but i don't know how it'll play or how the game will be is silent hope um it'll be very interesting to see you know the whole the words have been taken mm-hmm. um cool concept but i don't know how to be executed um you know a lot of, a lot it's of it's gonna be the quiet man cartoon version yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> um a, a rhythm game called headbangers um which should be uh it's like a battle royale thing um gloomhaven is coming to switch um, you know, a lot of people love that board game. So, uh, uh, basically the, and then the other thing was the over, um, the overcooked car mechanic game, um, that manic mechanics. Cool too. yeah, pretty cool. They were just like, fuck it. There's aliens. <laughs> I don't know. You figure it out. Um, and then the final thing on here, um, before we get to the big thing that was announced, the one more thing, um, I am surprised that the re- that the reveal for Hot Wheels Unleashed 2 was on the Switch Nintendo Direct. Kid system, Mark. It's a kid system. Yeah, but I feel like the Hot Wheels being connected to Forza should have felt oh, like doesn't... an Xbox reveal. Nah, that, do- that doesn't mean anything. Okay. That was where my surprise came from. I was like, ah, why did- maybe it didn't sell well on the Xbox. It, it was on Game Pass, I think. Yeah. So... Yeah. I don't think it was. I don't think it's didn't sell well. I don't think it, that. I think it's just Hot Wheels or kids' toy, and yeah. they just thought it would work well on the Switch. That's all. Yeah, but yeah. So that that's all the games except for uh, the one more thing at the end, and the one I'm most intrigued by um, because it it won me over as it went along. Um, and we're talking about Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Um, the one that basically feels like you touch the thing on screen and it feels like you took an edible. What's I was going to say, I think somebody was either on edibles or on mushrooms or something when they came up with this game. Yeah, it feels like an entire part of a level. If if you had to finish a level after touching a fuzzy in <laughs> in Yoshi's Island, the art style looks really good. Um, like I said, at the beginning, I was like, oh, it's kind of weird. You know, Mario looks a little weird. And then as they went, as it went along, I'm like, oh, this is genius. You know, roller skating Koopas, the, you know, those, those elephant, big giant purple things um, that you could use sort of like rocks to roll. The words coming up as you killed things instead of points. 
Um, just it everything about it, I loved. And it I love that it's 2D. It definitely gave me a Yoshi's Island vibe. When when they were going through like with the talking flowers and all the stuff like that, it, yeah. I feel like they were they were going for that kind of art style, yeah. and I was cool with that. I think it kind of needs a change. Mario himself needs a change because I just need two D Mario. You can only run to the right so many times without it being different. Yeah, exactly. And you know, it it comes out this year, October twentieth. Um, so you have plenty of time to play this before your Super Mario RPG comes out on November 17th. Um, so, uh, probably could be another, um, part of Extra Life. Um, and thank God they finally did what they should have done a while ago, and they have, uh, Princess Daisy is playable. Yeah, that's cool. She needs, she needs to be a playable character. It's been too long. Yeah, and I'm glad they didn't go with um what's her name from galaxy um, oh the pauline yeah no no the uh rosalina oh okay yeah yeah the, yeah um because she should she's from outer space essentially so <laughs> she should just be in those games and not in any of these games uh but um yeah looks fun um this was one of the best directs in a while um outside of the oversized pokemon stuff um you know, which is probably they thought it was going to be a lot more hype than it was, you know, when they released the game. So they probably had this all planned um, and just had to roll with it anyway. Uh, but yeah, go and watch it if you didn't watch it, just so you can see the clips of everything we're talking about um, here. So, Tom, that leads us to now that you've gotten Super Mario RPG and Final Fantasy VII, what is your. What a world we're living in when we <laughs> exactly. get games. <laughs> what is. Uh, it's it, before I get to it. It's just a sign that they know the the uh, gaming audience is growing up. Yeah. Like the the first gamers are now have disposable income, and you can you can pick on nostalgia, which yeah. is what led me to think of this question, Tom. What is your white whale? What is the one game that needs to be remade um, or remastered or whatever that oh, they have not done yet? I have two, and the reason I'll give you the reasoning yeah. why I have two. The first one would be Chrono Trigger. Now, oh, I yeah. feel like it needs a remake, but it does not need a full remake. It needs an HD 2D remake. I would take Chrono Trigger in a uh, Octopath Traveler style and be super happy with that. Oh, I'd be 100% with you. Now, the second one is Xenogears. Mm -hmm. Xenogears needs a full remake. Yep. Everything. Balls to the wall, full-blown remake. Because that game is really good, but it need like they needed to fix the ending. They kind of ran out of money at the end. Yep. So if you remade it, you could fix all that stuff, and people could see how cool Xenogears is. Because that's yep. one of those games that's like a cult classic at this point, yep. and not everybody. I mean, most people who love Japanese RPGs have played it. Um, but I feel like uh, that game would really benefit from a remake just for the mere fact that they could fix the things that they kind of messed up and they could also use modern graphics to do the gears, you know? Yeah. It'd be, I, I feel like that's that's one that really needs. Yeah, and, and Xenogears was a game that I played the demos of. I think it came with one of the Final Fantasies um, and never really played the actual game. So a remake, remaster would... Uh, be my ex the excuse to go do it. 
Um, so that is a really good one. I didn't even think of that one. Um, mine, I went with two, just for the sheer fact that number one is one I've been beating the drum for for two years now, is please give me the Wii U Wind Waker uh, <laughs> remaster on Switch. Dear God, I want to play Wind Waker. I don't want to buy a Wii U. At least a working play. Wii U. I might buy it. I might buy a broken one just so I can make sure I have every system. But I don't want to. You can come play it at my house, Mark. I have it. <laughs> it's like, oh man, I just want that on Switch. It's. I don't even care if you make it a collection with Twilight Princess. Don't even care. I. I part of me is mad that they did Skyward Sword first, but to be completely honest, after seeing Tears of the Kingdom, I sense. understand why they went with Skyward Sword first. Yep. <laughs> um. And um, I haven't gotten to the end game yet, but I'm thinking there's some things that are going to be tied in, like in some weird references to Skyward Sword, um, just from some of the things I've been noticing um, in Tears of the Kingdom. But yeah, give me, give me, give me Wind Waker. I, I really want it on my Switch um, so bad. Um, and then the and you specifically um, want the Wii U version, right? You don't want. I want the Wii U version. Because I've already beat the GameCube version, and I do not feel like sailing as much as you have to sail in that game. That, that, that's that's the, the biggest issue with that game, is that it does not give a shit about your time. Yeah, my exactly. My least favorite Zelda game is Spirit Tracks, just because of how much you have to ride the train in that game. <laughs> the only reason. Uh, the whole concept behind it um, is cool. It's a great idea. Um, but I just, I just couldn't get it. It just, no. Um, but yeah. Um, hell, I would I would go for the season games remake or something. Just give me something. I'm just mad that Skyward Sword was the choice. But um, yeah, give me that. And then my um, oh, I can't remember what was the um, yeah. So so my my other choice um, was sort of sticking with the RPG era and seeing that they uh, remade Super Mario RPG. You know they're doing Star Ocean. They've done Live Alive. Um, why don't you just give me a remake of Earthbound? Just give it to me. Okay. You know, that's you know, a good one. You know, people are screaming for Mother Three. Um, you that's, know, that's the thing, Mark. I don't know. Th- I don't know that you could d- get away with doing a remake of Earthbound without doing Mother Three. I yeah. feel like it would have to be a, a, a package deal. Even yeah. If just, even if it's just like, oh, here's Mother Three. It's just it's the the game, but it's just got a a translation patch on it. Yeah, that that'd be the one that that the most obvious that they could, you know, do and get the same reception that you get with Super Mario RPG. Um, so yeah, those are the ones I'm strongly looking at. I mean, the most obvious one that they could figure out a new way, and you'll agree with me, I believe, Tom, with this is just give me a new F Zero game. Sure. You know, you know, just there's all these car games out. Car games are popular. Give me a space car game. Just yeah, there, I mean, with the technology the way it is, there's no reason not to. I can't even like begin to imagine what an F Zero game would be like now. Yeah, I, I, w- I would, I if I if I heard those like that music kick in in a Nintendo Direct, I'd probably lose my shit. Yeah, kind of like how I was losing my shit at the first couple of notes of yeah, exactly <laughs> Mario RPG. <laughs> um, that was uh, that was uh, that was Daddy's first RPG that he beat. Uh, <laughs> was that game? Um, uh, which led me immediately to buy seven. I literally beat that game like a month before seven came out um, for PlayStation because I borrowed it from my dad. Um, who apparently there might be a, a connection to why certain games have become my favorite games. 
<laughs> he he beat he beat uh, Link to the Past in front of me. He beat Mario RPG in front of me, and then I beat both games after him. Um, and led to my life of loving those two series. I'm sure we're gonna get shit for if we don't say Final Fantasy VI. Also, my problem with six is I think hmm, you'd have to do HD 2D. See, here's the thing: if you do six, I think you have to go all the way. I think you have to do a seven style remake. Now, like personally, yes, but I don't think they would do that just because they did the pixel remasters. Right. I don't think they would do it, but yeah. people have been clamoring for something like that for years. Yeah. Yeah. Most people get, who you, most people who pick six over seven would want that. If you're going to give me like pie in the sky, ultimate Moby Dick white whale, you know, thing. Yes. Give me give me six full seven style remake. Um, because six is my favorite Final Fantasy um, of all time, and just the sheer commitment to having to play it again makes me—I haven't beat it. I beat it twice, um, but then I get like halfway through, or like like right right as soon as you get to the you know big twist in the middle, mm-hmm. um, and then I'm like, oh, I don't want to go through what you have to go through before you beat the game. <laughs> so tedious. Yeah, but- I have to look up a guide and. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of shit halfway through that game that you have yeah. to deal with. Yeah, and it's sort of like, um, you know, with that. Um, but yeah, I mean, th- there's little minor things. You could pick a lot of stuff off 64 that hasn't come out, you know. Um, you have your Wave Race and, you know, things like that um, that are on there. It's kind of hard going further back, you know, because a lot of those series could be dead. But I think we got a good section here. I would love to hear what... Uh, Jen's thing is just because she's a little bit more of a uh, more modern of a gaming history than we do. We mm-hmm. have. Um, so maybe I'll just pop out the question to her next week to, you know, to Mark, one, one just popped into my head. And even though yeah. they've technically done it already, give me first gen Pokemon in a new style. Uh, we're probably talking more, I guess, Diamond and Shield or whatever. That, the, the one that wasn't Violet and Scarlet. Uh, yeah. So they we've played we played Leaf Green, which was technically already a remake of Red and Blue. But if if you gave me Red and Blue, like in X Y or what was the other? What was the Sword Shield? What was Sword Shield? That's and Diamond and Pearl was the other one. What was the was what was the first Switch one? Well, Arceus is the, but that's a whole different game. I, um, I'm I'm like totally blanking on what the first Pokemon. It's on Diamond it. and something, right? I have to look now. It's gonna yeah. bother me. Yeah, you can look it up. But I just, yeah, I mean, Pokemon is is a great choice, but I, I think my my ultimate reason why um, is that you could. Hmm, I don't know. I see. I don't have the history with it, um, so I don't know if there's a better like like doing the you know doing an XY update. You know, rather than red blue, you know, would would be a better seller. But um, yeah, have you found out what the name of those games are, Tom? I think it was I think it was Sword and Shield. I think they were the first Sword one. And Shield. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so uh, that's a great one. Um, so yeah, let's uh, let's move on to um, uh, or or I should say, um, come to our Twitter at Game Ball Pod. Let us know what games you would what's your white whale for remake now. Um, so all yeah. right, on the wet roulette. Um, this week was uh, a game that I played and beat because there was a save system <laughs> involved. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog 3, I also had Knuckles, so I did get to play it that way. 
Um, but that's um, really the only way to play it is you you don't get the full game if you don't play Sonic Three with with as Knuckles. Um, right. Yeah. So um, with the lock on cartridge. Yeah. So I'll do my brief. You saw me play it. Um, thing through. The one thing I don't like about this game is that it at parts of it doesn't even like try to give the illusion of like the speed platformer thing. There's there's a couple stops and starts. I kept dying in one spot because you had to be precise um, with when to do speed dashing um, and all that. Um, the game looks great. Um, the levels that do work are really good. Save system is fantastic. Um, but everything else, um, you know, I I I I like that this game came out so that Sonic CD could run. You know, <laughs> Sonic CD is a much better game than this. Um, yes. So. Tom, I'll turn it to you. What are your thoughts on Sonic 3? So Sonic 3, um, it's night. It, it's cool if you have Sonic 3 and Knuckles, but by itself, it's not a full game. Um, I enjoy it still. It was. It still has that same fun feel about it. It's more. I feel like it's more like Sonic 1 in the play style than Sonic 2. I feel like Sonic 2. Yeah. Is much quicker, much faster game. Yeah, Sonic Sonic, Sonic Three is more of like an adventure game. It's not got to go fast. It's got to figure out where the hell I'm going. Um, but like I said, if you didn't have the lock on cartridge, you missed like half the game. Uh, and I think I forget who did a video on it. I want to say gaming historian may have done a video on it, but they're very much like all, all the cut stuff to get Sonic Three out the door. Most of it is on that Sonic and Knuckles um, cartridge. So if you do ever play Sonic 3, I highly recommend you play the Sonic and Knuckles version. Um, it's it's a great game. It's not it's not the best. I mean, a lot of people say it's better than Sonic 2, but those people are crazy. Uh, Sonic 2 and Sonic CD are definitely better games. So if you're going to pick one, I'd pick one of those over this. But the visuals in this are really good considering it was a still a genesis title it was a late genesis title which means they finally kind of perfected uh like the scrolling and everything else but they managed to put in some new mechanics which was nice it's always it's always nice to see them progress the game a little bit and with knuckles you can obviously traverse differently than you would with sonic but overall still a good game uh if you were a fan of sonic you've probably played it um but it's it's not as good as some of the other Sonic, so it's it gets a it gets knocked down a peg there for me. Yeah, of the of the four game, um, you know, uh, that came out around that time period, because I'm going to exclude Knuckles, despite it being its you know own thing. Um, I think Sonic Three is the worst of the four. Um, I I go I I go two as my favorite. Uh, CD is second, and then one and three. Um, I think one starts really well, um, and then kind of loses momentum, as you found out when you were playing it. Oh yeah, um, for sure. As it goes, um, and then and then two um, keeps it up for the most part. Um, adds the fun thing with tails. Adds a lot of the the, uh, the time trial thing is a really cool addition. Um, and then CD is just a really good game that many people didn't get to play because it was on this, uh, Sega CD. Until they re-released it on stuff, um, or you emulated it, yeah. Um, and then three, just despite the 
confirmed, rumored, however you want to call it, Michael Jackson music stuff. Um, just didn't save it. Um, they they went with a lot better graphics and things for it. Um, and it probably looks visually better than the other games, but it, it doesn't have the gameplay. Um, so, yeah, that's why of the that collection of the 90s games before they went to Adventure, um, it, this one definitely is the bottom of that list for me. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, I just feel like one has so much nostalgia that it's hard to beat, and two and CD are, are definitely better picks if you're going to yeah. play a Sonic game. Exactly. Um, yeah, so let's go on to our scores. Uh, Tom, what are you giving it? I am going to give it a... Th- I, don't, I don't like... Th- I'm going to give it a 3.8. <laughs> because it's not a 3.5, and, and it's not a 4. So I got to I gotta go and... I had. I had to break the rules and go in between. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll just for my own anxiety, OCDness, or whatever you want to call it, let's call it a three point seven five and keep it on a quarter point scale. Sure, sure. <laughs> rather, rather than three point eight. Sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, when you said a three point, I'm like, okay, and you said eight, I was like, oh, that's not, that's not twenty five. <laughs> it's an even number, though, Mark. <laughs> It's a whole other group of people that are mad at me now (laughs) for taking it away from an even number. Um, I'm going to go lower. I'm going to go three. Um, Very playable. The save feature is amazing um, on it. Um, And yeah, I I said about everything I really thought about the game. Um, To be honest, it's the only one I've beaten without using the level cheat um, code or any kind of game, whatever the Game Genie equivalent on, you know, um, Genesis was. it's really nice to have a platformer with a save feature. You don't really see that all that often. Exactly. Um, so that's really the only positive feature for me. Uh, yeah. So um, let us know your thoughts um, again over on Twitter at GameBallPod. So Tom, let's spin that wheel. And Tom, even though we're getting down to the nitty gritty bottom of the barrel not in a negative sense um <laughs> of your games on this wheel we still managed to get a game our matches up what we're talking about maybe it's just a confirmation bias because a lot of the games we talk about are games that you own um so it might just not be a coincidence and just or it might be a coincidence just because of what the pile of games we pick up from so why don't you let the public know what game i am playing on monday and what game they are playing for the next two we are playing Super Mario Sunshine for the Nintendo GameCube. <laughs> this is the uh, one that everybody everybody doesn't like. So I'll be I, interested, interested to see what you guys think. I love that in back-to-back weeks, we played the worst Sonic game <laughs> and now the worst Mario game. Well, let's not go that far. It's the worst 2D Sonic game on the Genesis. Okay. There's there's a lot of bad Sonic ports that we won't talk okay. about. Yes, we'll get very specific. Yeah, oh, you mean the one where he kisses the human lady? There. Um. Besides that, there's like <laughs> there's a lot of weird stuff that that's happened in the Sonic universe. But yeah, it's the worst. It's the worst of the original Sonic games. We should say we'll, we could say that. And for those of you out there um, that aren't sick perverts like us, just uh, YouTube. Um, maybe not. Put safe search on. Um, <laughs> yes. Please put d- type in Sonic kissing cutscene in the YouTube. <laughs> that should do it. Yeah. 
Um, make, make sure make sure safe search is on. I forgot I forgot how much of a um, like kinky like uh, stuff that Sonic has out there. Yeah, there's a lot of weird Sonic stuff. Yeah, yeah, weird. weird. Um, but yeah, I am excited. I have not played Sunshine since I tried played it for like two hours as a rental back when it first came out, and said, "Nope, I think I'm done with Mario." <laughs> and that is why I did not play Galaxy until I was uh, already until it was already Wii U Switch time. Um, so thank you, Super Mario Sunshine, uh, for that. Now, do you uh, have? Do you have the Mario All-Stars collection? Yes. Okay. But I think yeah. I lent it to Kitty Ashcat. Oh, okay. So I'll just play it in a totally legal way. You're totally legit GameCube. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Which the fun part, we make these jokes, and I do legitimately have a GameCube, but I don't feel like going through the process of hooking it up for, <laughs> for streaming. Um, yeah, so we'll be playing that on Monday. Um, and just to recap, there'll be the... Um, you know, you'll see the, uh, what's called, um, archives of my Final Fantasy 16 stream. Um, also, I'm doing a demo stream before that because we were supposed to do that this evening when this was recorded, um, but was unable to do it. Um, so we'll be playing through some of the smaller um, demos and playing one game that I find super cool that I can't wait to show you guys that you've probably seen. Um, you know, uh, so... You know, the um, since this comes out on Monday, I probably can just say it here. But um, yeah, I'm super excited. I've shown everyone Viewfinder. Viewfinder is fucking cool. And you'll just watch the archive if you haven't already. Um, it, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty amazing. Um, so I can't wait to show everyone. Um, the two bigger demos that I talked about on my G- Goodbye Volcano High stream. Um, uh, Lies of P and Eterna Nights. Um, probably maybe have a probably going to skip those on stream. I'll play them on my own and report back next podcast um, on them. Uh, so you will not get to see um, legally distinct Timothy Chalamet um, <laughs> uh, fight monsters. So um, if you're looking forward to that, sorry. Uh, but yeah, so enjoy the stream tonight. Um, we'll be back on Wednesday um, with Jen's stream. Um, and then I'll be back over the weekend with Final Fantasy uh, 16. I'm sort of doing this to sort of force myself to play it. I think I might play the Horizon DLC in between just to satisfy while I sort of chip away at beating Zelda. Maybe I'll just put Zelda down for like a month or two and then go back um, where I'm not as frustrated with it. Um, and that's kind of what I did with Breath of the Wild. I got to the end and you had to do the, the parry with the shield. And I just went away and came back and was able to get it. So maybe that'll happen this time. But uh, yeah, so thank you guys for joining me and Tom um, for this stream, for this uh, podcast. Um, yeah, hopefully uh, Jen's feeling better by the time uh, this comes out. Um, and we'll see her on Wednesday. So thank you guys and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.